world is in pandemic and I forgot how to do a show. Uh, welcome everybody to Did You Bring Earplugs, uh, a musical misadventure with four eh, pretty good friends. Uh, mm-hmm. My name's Julian Suga. I'm Sasha. I'm Mike. I'm Jillian. All right, so we got to get all on the same page. Like, uh, once and for all, re-last names. I almost said it. So are we, are we not doing last names? Are we doing last names? You have a two-syllable last name. It's yeah, so much easy easier one. for you to say. Is it really that strenuous for you, you to say your own last name? you got a name and a face for radio. Like, every time you say your last name. <laughs> <laughs> My face does sound very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but really, do you, like, break out into a light sweat every time you got to say your, la- yeah. your own last name? Yeah. <laughs> like, especially because every time I say my first name, people think I say Joanne. At, like, everywhere I go. It's not like that's your name, right? Joanne Van Steiner. Uh, no. <laughs> and also, no offense to any Joannes out there, but I'm just not a Joanne. No, I don't see that. Mm. Thank you. So you heard it here first, folks. Jillian Van Overbeck hates Joannes. I do. Joannes the world Joanne over. Joannes near and far. If you've <laughs> been <laughs> if you've been uh, <laughs> diagnosed with COVID nineteen, go up to a Joanne and just cough right in her mouth. Free cough. <laughs> just spin her ear, cough in her mouth, lick her eyeball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, folks, this is uh, this is maybe the first live podcast you've heard coming live to you from Pandemic uh, America USA the world. Pro- probably not, but I'm 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 going to assume that we have that privilege of being the first pandemic uh, or first podcast episode that has been recorded uh, mid. Uh, you know. Camille Nanjiani's movie was called The Big Sick, but this is more like a big, big sick than that movie was. Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> Took a minute to get I don't there. Know. No, uh, no, sure. I feel like I got there pretty quickly. <laughs> to it was a really efficient, um, very good joke. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, a, a lot of things are being canceled. Yeah. Um, people's lives are being put on hold. And, you know, I don't think any of us have been um, really enormously affected by this yet mm-hmm. you know we've had to alter our behaviors somewhat um but one of the things that was canceled was the south by southwest sxfw um industry and culture and arts thing mm-hmm. um so i i wanted to bring someone in and get a perspective of, of someone who, who has who has been affected by this um so i want to bring in our special guest uh neil laramie uh can, can everyone say hi hi neil hi neil hi, hi. My name's uh, Neil, Neil Laramie. Uh, I was gonna go to the SXSW uh, festival, but I was I was unable to go. So I just I just want to come here and answer any questions that y'all might have about uh, what happened. Okay, what happened? Uh, so I was. <laughs> <laughs> thank thank you for for abiding me. Uh, so I was gonna go to the South by Southwest. Well, so here, here's the thing. I didn't know that SXSW stood for South by Southwest. Now, I, I'm, I'm a, and I expect to say this without any judgment, um, because I've, I heard that this was a safe space uh, for, for people of all walks of life. So what I thought it was, now, now I'm, I'm into a, a specific type of uh, a, a sexual picadillo, if you will. Yeah. So what I thought it was was a, a national sex swing uh, a convention, SXSW, you know, uh, when I see those letters in conjunction with one another, I think sex swing. Mm-hmm. I'm a sex swing aficionado. I subscribe to Sex Swing Monthly. It is a very informative newsletter. Lots of good content, lots of good articles. Um, so I was just real disappointed that, that was not the theme of the overall thing, much less that it got canceled. Now it was out a couple hundred bucks for a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. 
Neil, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your inconvenience sorry for your there, Neil. Well, it, it, it's it's fine. I, I mean, really, what it's given me an opportunity to do is really get to know my local sex wing uh, aficionados. Um, I, so I was at uh, the airport, and I just started going around asking people, hey, y'all like to sex swing? And mm. guess, guess what their answer was? A hard no. Uh, a lot of silences. A lot of just mm-hmm. like, you know, like mm-hmm. odd looks. Um, uh, one woman did pepper spray me, but I've I've you grown a, an immunity over the years. Um, it happens with more frequency than you would like to like to think. Um, but I did your find eyes are crazy. Your yeah, eyes oh, are they, they are permanently bloodshot. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you for noticing. Yeah. Um, I I do have a a lifetime subscription to Visine, but it it hasn't done much over the years. I've I, I feel I've also grown immunity to that. Uh, but I, I did find a few open-minded individuals uh, who, you know, we just, uh, we went to our local Applebee's and we just sort of like, you know, shared war stories about our different sex swing, you know, experiences. Mm. Ha- have y'all uh, experimented with uh, what, what we in, in the uh, subculture called swinging? No. I have never. No. Well, it, it, it brings you back to a sort of childlike experience. You know, when you're on the playground, you're playing your hopscotch, you're playing your bingo, you're playing your one, two, three, four monkey goes. Um, but we all remember we had swings, too. We used to, used to love swing. You try to go all the way around, turn into that little inside out boy from the Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Y'all give me a lot of looks like the people in the airport uh, <laughs> gave me, and uh, I want to reiterate that I was told that this was a safe space. Okay. I don't know who told you that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm also curious how, how y'all's lives have been affected by this uh, this corona outbreak of viral infectitude. Mm. <sighs> Our lives are completely turned upside down. Flip yeah. turned upside down? Yeah. Do you need a minute, and we'll just sit right here, mm-hmm. and you'll tell us about how... A story of... How a town I, called Bel Air. Yeah. You're from Bel Air? Yeah. It's a nice nice place. We all are. A lot, lot of fancy houses over there. We all are from there. All right, well, that's going to do it for my time. i got to go catch a flight to uh, to uh, uh, the Hamptons, uh, where there's actually a thriving sex swing community. Um, all right, I'll see you later. Bye. 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 Julian, who was that guy? That was Neil Laramie. I didn't want him in. I met him. I met him at the airport. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. We chilled in Applebee's for a little bit. Mm. Oh. Uh, but folks, we're not here today to talk about COVID dash nineteen parentheses novel coronavirus. I like how it's novel. You know, it makes me mm. feel a little like ooh, <laughs> special for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here to talk about mm-hmm. our favorite songs that remind us of the spring season because spring is upon it's, us, it's sort of. It did snow in Chicago yesterday, which was mm-hmm. sort of a real bummer. But, uh, you know, virulent outbreak or otherwise, spring will spring. In a so, couple weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oof, it'll really help. Um, it'll really help. Jillian. Yeah. I choose you. Yeah. Tell us about your favorite song that reminds you of spring. <laughs> I've got two. Just clear your throat away from the microphone. <laughs> Um, okay, so the first one is literally called Springtime. It's by Annuals. Springtime
Um, back in the day when I was in college, um, I think it was oh, what a, Day Trotter. Did you guys ever mm -hmm. use Day Trotter? For a long time, it was free. I liked listening to their sessions. Yeah, that's what this was. So like all the sessions were free. Um, and I was like, oh, well, that's the easiest way I can get music on my new MacBook for college. Eh? And I just downloaded everything. And I listened through, like, I mean, probably like 48 hours worth of music. This Question. is one of those songs. Did you have a uh, brightly colored silicon sleeve for your new MacBook? I did not. I actually went for the matte black one. Wow, so goth. It was so nice. Everyone else had, like, the shiny white one. And I paid, like... <laughs> $100 extra or something like that. Oh, just oh. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> worth, worth half of the pennies. Yeah. And then I like recently went home uh, to meet my new nephew. And um, uh, I saw it like collecting dust on, on a dresser in my oh, room. And, and I felt those bad. matte surfaces really hang on to the dust. They really do. But it needs a new battery. It needs a lot of a lot of things. Anyway, um, I found this song from downloading a bunch of music from Day Trotter while it was still free, and then it was a real bummer when they made it a subscription. Um, but I think I already... No, it's Springtime by Annuals. I think I already said that. Um, annuals stopped making music in, like, 2013. I never really got real hard into their discography at all, um, but it just reminds me of that time in my life like spring break every single year it's like the first thing I put on um and it's it's really pretty and it has a really good build to it so that's that's my first one Jillian what did you used to do for spring break back in the day oh god I was a musician so I practice <laughs> well at, like honestly we would have to go to like to like festivals and stuff like that I, I spent one of them in Cincinnati at a choral festival Sounds like sounds like a real wild time. It was. I call <laughs> I called it Sin City. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a lot of people thought that was funny back then. So thank you. <laughs> oh no, I want to be clear. I'm laughing at you, not, <laughs> not with, with you. me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yep, yep. And then my second one would be um, called "Turn Off the Song and Go Out." I think it's outside actually. Double check that. Um. Yeah, it's Turn Off the Song and Go Outside by the Lonely Forest. Young life's been short, I'm only 21. I feel as if we can relate on some of these words I've written down. So turn off, turn off the song. Find someone to love, turn off the song. You can listen to it later. Go outside. Again, um, um, a band I listened to during my college days. I haven't really found an album or not one I can think of that like makes me feel as springy as the music that I listened to in college. And I don't know what the correlation is there. Hmm. I think maybe everything is like broken up into semesters back then. Like even even with like the changing of the weather and mm -hmm. everything in the Midwest, like like college basically ends in springtime. So it just like everything feels fresh and free and you're like let out new into the world. and you're like, ha, huh, okay, I made it through another year. So most of the, most of the music that reminds me of springtime is uh, college related for me. But, um, this song is about literally turning off everything, going outside and embracing it while you can, because, um, it's fleeting and it's wonderful. And it actually tells you to turn off that song and go outside. So 
Now, d- are you into songs like giving you explicit instructions like that? Usually, no, but this one's great. And do you, and do you follow its advice every single time you listen to it? Not every single time because I like the song, but after the song, I'll turn it off and go outside. Okay. Yeah. What if you're listening to the song and you're already outside? That's <sighs> a pickle I don't want to get into. Honestly, yeah. I explicitly listen to it on on the indoors. <laughs> So that you can follow the directive yeah, after yeah. the song ends. Because I'm too nervous. That's good. That's good. That's good what anticipatory yeah, listening. Right. You know? Yeah. You might mm-hmm. have to just jump so high that you go into space. Right. Because that's the only further outside. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's exactly it. In space, from what I've heard, no seasons in space. It's and like I LA. Need I truly need them. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, thank you, Jillian, for You're sharing. Welcome. Michael, would you grace us with your spring song pick? Uh, yeah. So my uh, spring pick is the song Paulson by Meryl. a summer rock song uh but a friend and i discovered uh meryl going to a free show at empty bottle like late late winter and uh by early spring the music video for the song had come out and we were already like obsessed with the album and listening to the whole album a lot so when that music video came out um early spring it has kind of an early spring vibe they're outside um the music video is really interesting though it's uh, about a fat guy named Jimmy who just received a letter and a VHS from his ex-wife, Tina. And apparently she was strapped for VHS tapes. So the uh, VHS that she used was actually um, their wedding tape that she recorded over. Ouch. <laughs> and uh, it was an inspirational workout video led by his ex-wife um, and a few other instructors. At kind of was like a summer camp vibe going on. Uh, but while they were filming this inspirational workout video, uh, there was just wild kids that were living in the forest that showed up uh, and ended up murdering the entire crew and imprisoning his wife. So I don't know how she (laughs) recorded or got the video to him, but um, it's a really, really weird and silly music video. Uh, Mike, if if you had your own Mike Ronhouse, sorry, are we saying last names? If you had your own Mike branded workout video, I'll uh, sweat into the oldies. What would it be called? Hmm. Mike into the newsies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe jam sesh by oh. the Mike. Ooh, yeah. the Mike. Yeah. All right. And it would be music themed workout video. You know, gotcha. Like gotcha. Restringing guitars or. Um, yeah, just going ham on a bass pedal, maybe. Something okay. like that. All right. You know, really like like CrossFit, glutes. but for like someone that spends a lot of time in a record store. Mm-hmm. Okay. And has a severe uh, uh, anger management issues. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So like P90X, but for that guy that won't leave Guitar Center, even though they've been closed for 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah okay. That asshole. Oh, gotcha. Man. And how tight is the leotard that you're wearing right now? 
suffocating. That's how tight. Thanks for uh-huh. already skinning men. <laughs> yeah, oh Mike went to his local Big Five Sporting Goods, and you were like, um, all the leotards that you have out on the floor are too baggy. I need one that's suffocating. I'll just look like a tall nylon Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's a fantastic visual image. That. Mike, any, anything else you want to say about your, your spring song? Um, there are spandex, yes. Yeah. Uh, ex-wife is yeah. wearing spandex. Um, I would recommend uh, um, the entire album, but uh, yeah, check out the song Paulson by Merrill. It's a great rock song. Little punk rock elements. Um, they have a female lead singer and a like a backup male singer, but in other tracks they kind of switch off. So the mm-hmm. like the tempo and the pace of the entire album kind of changes up. It's it's a really good album. The whole thing is mm-hmm. nice. Thank you for your recommendation, Michael. Mm-hmm. Sasha. Ooh. Spring your spring song on us. Ooh, well. Oh wow! Um, so I was trying to think of like spring like imagery or like music with like bright guitars, but um, I, I really was focusing on like spring like symbolism. Mm-hmm. So I got to thinking of all the seasons, and then a song popped into my head, and that's seasons. Uh, parentheses waiting for you <gasps> by Future Island. <laughs> It's a great song, yes, agreed. Um, I, I I don't know, I was thinking, like I said, I was thinking about the seasons, and like, um, the chorus says, as it breaks, the summer will wake, but the winter will wash what is left of the taste. As it breaks, the summer will warm, but the winter will crave what has gone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and like, I kind of took it as like, it's basically to say that winter's, in, well, he's saying that winter symbolizes like a heartbreak um, from, you know, past relationship that might have been lost, and while summer sort of symbolizes the acceptance of the end. And so I got to kind of thinking about all the seasons and I thought about what it could mean with spring and I sort of thought of like spring as a grace period of sorts mm-hmm. um, where this character is sort of taking the steps towards acceptance. They're like um, taking steps towards a new beginning and like when we think of spring we kind of think of new beginnings. You know, flowers die in the winter and they bloom in the spring and then they thrive in the summer. Um, the song, it, it, it was obviously about heartbreak, but what I take from it is sort of this different interpretation that like it's move it's about starting anew and starting fresh from like a relationship that might be have been toxic or what what have you. So mm-hmm. but yeah, um I think too I, I was thinking a lot about the music and there is some sort of brightness, like the beginning kinda reminds me of a sunrise. Um and then like the music in the chorus almost reminds me of like a storm breaking out in the sky. Like there's like a crash when he says, as it breaks mm-hmm. behind him. And, and I was just kind of thinking of like the sky opening up and cleansing things. And um, so yeah, it's like about letting go um, and cleansing yourself of toxicity and starting anew. So that's kind of how I picked it. I like really went deep into it I last night. I haven't <laughs> listened to the song in a while and I was like, oh my gosh, all these things are coming to me. Like I, I, I kind of, I think I sort of, pushed that like interpretation of spring onto it but like i don't know that's how i 
I think it works. I love it. I love Future Islands. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen his late night performance of it? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Performance erotic? Art. It it's is. like highly yes. erotic. Is yeah. that the word you're looking for? <laughs> sure. Bonerific? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, it's insane. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's like, I don't know if his band members even knew he was going to go that hard. Mm-hmm. It's like, really crazy to watch but yeah. i watch it like every single time i think of it i'm like oh god i gotta watch yeah, that video yeah. i was thinking about future islands uh listening to the last episode of punch up the jam when she's talking about bruce mm-hmm. springsteen as someone who is very earnest and puts all of his effort into really music good. and performance yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. future island uh, strikes me as totally. one of those bands they're extremely earnest mm-hmm. and yeah. very hard trying uh, they leave it out all all on the stage. They sure do. There, yeah. There's like a story behind them too. I I can't remember what it is, so it doesn't <laughs> like me like bring it up. Ooh. But like find I think it yourself, they're all, like, Middle-aged men that like left jobs to start this band. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like they're not like young punks that are like, oh, let's just start making music. Like mm-hmm. it's very intentional. Um, and like, have you seen the music video for that song? I don't think I have. Actually. It's like beautiful, mm. but it's like a painting of like. West Texas, which is all like barren wasteland mm-hmm. and like small town after small town. And so it's like, like just small town life in West Texas. And it's like a rodeo and like all mm-hmm. these like small towny mm-hmm. things. Oh, so, it's like, it's like actual footage of those things, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have yeah, seen it. Yeah, but it's shot really well. Nice. Yeah, I love that song. It's a great pitch session. Yeah, we saw them at Pitchfork, Pitchfork yeah. one year and uh, the lead singer's <laughs> shirt just progressively yeah. came more and more open. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gyrating on stage with him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We saw a lot of his body either just <laughs> out or, you know, thinly veiled in mm-hmm. tight pants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's a great pick, though. Yeah. Great Very band. Good. My pick for my favorite spring song is the Animal Collective song In the Flowers, oh, uh, which nice. is the opening track to their 2009 album Merryweather Post Pavilion. So it's uh, a song that I feel, I mean, obviously with floral imagery, there's an immediate evocation of spring, but with the way the song builds to the climax, it is, uh, it sort of feels like you're emerging from darkness. Um, The way the song starts out is very ethereal. It's almost like you're floating through space, or at least, you know, there's no sound in space, but if there was, it might sound like this. Um... And it's an interesting song, too, because uh, I'm getting off of like the spring parallels, but it's a song that existed for probably three or four years leading up to the actual release of the album. Animal Collective, if you know their music at all, is extremely experimental. Uh, They work songs out on the road. Um, Lyrics will morph over time. Um, And it's funny, like I, I, I this was put into text quite literally in trying to search for lyrics for the album and pretty much each source had at least a couple of lines that were like wildly different from other sources. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably due to the fact that the song just literally changed. Um, 
over the years uh, to the point where there was a version bopping around in 2007 called uh, The Girl with Flowers in Her Hair or something like that. No, Dancer with Flowers in Her Hair, um, which is, uh, you know, a lyric directly lifted from the song. Um, but like you said, Sasha, I was looking for some something with like bright tones and sort of, um, I don't know, you know, evocative of like new life or, or new yeah. beginnings or something like that. And uh, I think the song definitely matches it. And it's a... Uh, it's a song that definitely signaled the a shift in Animal Collective's career. Um, this was the song, or this was the album rather, that sort of, um, you know, garnered them mainstream success. Um, and I don't think they really, really knew what to do th- with that. And I don't think <laughs> the populace really knew what to do with that either. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of celebratory. Um, it's bright. It's it's positive. Um, the lyrics are a little amorphous as I think all animal collective lyrics are. Um, I think there's definitely some hints of romance in there, but I think to call it a love song would be pretty reductive. Um, but it's just like a really beautiful song and you can dance to it and it starts a really great album. Mm-hmm. And the, the album cover itself is like green and purples and it's mm-hmm. sort of leafy and yeah, is also yeah. a, of like yeah, a, yeah. it's not like a, like a magic eye painting, but it, it does move, yeah. mm-hmm. like if you look at it, yeah. but it's just a static image. I'm doing a really bad job describing it, and I sound like a weird stoner, but um, like, yeah, it's it, it's patterned in such a way to where it like it, it looks creates like an illusion of, of movement. If you look at it, you're supposed to see a picture. Yeah, magic like eye. Yeah. Look at it, yeah, mm-hmm. for a long time. That's what it's called. Time. Yeah, yeah. A magic, magic eye. Magic eye. Yeah. Wow. Can you do those, Jillian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it called some called something specific. I think that's it, it, the actual. Books. And I t- title, I've, like I've the got actual. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. They were all. There was always dinosaurs and sailboats. I feel like, <laughs> or like the Eiffel Tower, but not a very good rendition of the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. True. Well, uh, that was our favorite spring songs. Now, folks, you know what we're about to do. We do it every episode, and I always have a really long lead into it for some reason. <laughs> because I feel like I got to build it up. But without further ado, here our no, here are <laughs> our songs. About the week. Uh let's go same order, Jillian. Jeez Louise. Drop it on us. Okay. Drop well, it gonna, in us. I'm going to talk about oh. uh <laughs> not right now. I'm going to talk about a band I wanted to talk about last week or last time, but Phoebe but Bridgers we, we got in the way. prevented you from doing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, I think 2020 has so far been me um, obsessing over Muna, which is common. But my <laughs> favorite find of 2020 so far is an artist called Your Smith. Um, and she came to Chicago literally like two days after I discovered like her music. But I just, I was busy that night and I didn't know enough of her discography yet. Or she doesn't even have a full album out yet, but she's got a bunch of like singles and stuff um, and EPs. But um, her song, Bad Habit, just sucked me in. It's definitely going to be probably my number one song that I've just worn out for 2020. I'm already anticipating that. You said it could be worse. You tore the labels from your dreams. Uh, 
she's incredible. Um, I don't know. She's from Minneapolis, and a lot of her songs and a lot of like everything she makes is like a. It's hard to like not a Motown beat to it or anything like that, but she's got like a classic vibe mm-hmm. to it. Um, another song that I really like by her is called "Man of Weakness." And in between plans, I'm just obsessing over her completely as an artist. Mm. Can't recommend her enough. Um, very boppy, but also like a very gifted like vocalist with her acoustic renditions of her own music. So nice. I'd say Bad Habit is what got me into her. So I would recommend that this week. Cool. Nice. Yep. Cool. Mike. All right. Uh, my song for the week is the song Cherry Colored Funk Funky by the Cocktoo Twins. Vegas, which is uh, recently remastered from their 1990 uh, original album. Um, the only reason I'm recommending this is uh, a friend made a Beach House adjacent playlist uh, and shared it with me, and there was a lot of good tracks, but this one really stood out to me. Um, but that uh, playlist uh, really got me like digging through like old discography and old bands that... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were direct influences on Beach House, but they are very Beach House adjacent and mm-hmm. are really cool. So, um, but yeah, Cherry Colored Funky by Cactus Twins uh, is, uh, it's really like an otherworldly kind of song. Very soft vocals, um, almost hard to, you know, hear exactly what her lyrics are um, or ascertain. Um, the guitars are kind of like quivering and, and distorted in a way that's kind of ethereal um and the drums are really soft but they are driving at certain parts to kind of like keep you interested in the track so um yeah i would really recommend that i thought mike was going to get through a whole song description without saying the word driving and i was getting really excited and then he said it and i was like oh we got driving Um, also, if I were to it's create a playlist called uh, that was Beach House adjacent, it would be called just like Beach House Neighbors or something. You know, it's like the neighbor neighbor of the Beach House. The neighbor. It's like I live next door to the Beach House. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jillian's so angry with me. I feel, I feel like <laughs> sure. it building within her. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha. <sighs> My song for the week is thirty two four. I'm so I'm like dyslexic, so I'm having a hard time reading this. 
Um, like they have another single out called At Night, which is also like a really good song. Um, but this one is in particular is the one that stuck out to me a little more. Um, they kind of fall into the same categories like La 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 or mm-hmm. Dead. Um, and two like, other Chicago bands. Yes, own is also can, a Chicago band. Yes, yeah, so you can loop them in because they're all Chicago based and. Um, but yeah, I, I just started listening to it, so I don't have really that much to say about it, but it is just like a really good rock song. And I think it's definitely their strongest, um, like melodically. And, um, yeah, and it feels like this newer music feels a little more consistent to me. So I'm like, I'm really excited to hear a full length album from them. Yeah, so. And support your local artists. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, please. I'm sure they're all going through. A lot right now, so they definitely yeah. are. <laughs> Can't imagine. Do what you can. Uh, my song for the week is the song "Sweet" by Porridge Radio. And I used to be ashamed until I learned I love the game, and I slowly move away from everything I knew about me. pen she said it lights up when you press it and are you still so depressed and i like it that you need me uh, porch radio is a uk band <laughs> i don't really know how to describe them yet i haven't listened to their full length album which came out on friday uh but sweet was one of the singles that they released uh in anticipation of their album um and it is harrowing. <laughs> it sounds like a young woman shouting at herself in the mirror mm-hmm. and just like angrily willing herself to be uh, a better person isn't exactly accurate but maybe like it's it it's the inner conflict that you have when you know you you feel uh uh the the drive towards self-improvement uh it's sort of activated by another person but you're not sure if it's like true to your authentic self. Um the chorus is this like repetition of this almost like mantra like string of sentences uh, going, I am charming, I am sweet, and she will love me when she meets me. She will love me when she meets me. I am charming, I am sweet. So it's this like cyclical chant almost that becomes almost like maddening by the end of the song. And uh, the arrangement is very interesting. The verses are all this like almost like childlike nursery rhyme like bell like ding ding like very basic almost rudimentary um backing and then when the chorus hits it's like to borrow a phrase driving <laughs> guitar and just really like just pummels you in the ears um You're influence mike mike's an influencer i'll allow it this yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to pay you royalties yet right um, don't answer that. Um, but yeah, it's just a really great song. It's uh, definitely a meditation on, um, I don't know, interpersonal dynamics and rage. And I'm excited to listen to the rest of the album because uh, they kind of came out of nowhere and then an album kinda got got dropped on us. Yeah. Sort of blew up. Um, yeah. So that's Sweet by Porridge Radio. Folks. <laughs> Folks. Yes. Hopefully you are inside <laughs> of doors listening to this, uh, having just <laughs> washed your hands. You know, it's another thing that I have not seen going around very much. Sanit- sanitize your phone. Yeah. yeah like, doing, your phone I've been doing that, yeah. is yeah. goddamn filthy. Yeah. Like your phone is basically like an asshole that you make calls on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just just get some just get some isopropyl yeah. rubbing alcohol, little little, little cotton ball. Just, just rub that little buddy down. You know, he'll appreciate yeah. it too. Mm-hmm. Um 
We want to thank uh, Josh Stanley of Modaf for our theme song. You can find out more about them at modaff.bandcamp.com. Would also like to thank uh, Neil Laramie for stopping by and just filling us in on... Really enriching us today. (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, really, life is about meeting people that are different from you and learning from them. And, you know, maybe you're not going to have the most long-lasting relationship with them, but... They're still a part of you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at uh, <laughs> dybepod at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at dybepod. And I think that's Oh, rate us on iTunes. Uh, y- you know, you're going to need to find activities to do while you're sequestered in your homes. Uh, a really great thing to do would be just be to write a really glowing five star review on iTunes. Um, that'll certainly take up five minutes, um, yeah. and then you're on your own. Uh, <laughs> ostensibly, the um, coronavirus will not be uh, affecting our recording schedule. Um, you know, Even if we choose to stay sequestered in our homes, we can record over Skype or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hope to keep up the release schedule um, as best as possible, but um, if that changes, we will let you know. Yeah. Or if one of us mm-hmm. dies, we yeah. will also we let will you know. We will definitely let you know Why that. did Mike look at me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened there, Jillian. If, if one of us know. dies, glare. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know something about me that I don't. <laughs> Mike has actually uh, undergone a mutation where he can smell coronavirus. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, coronavirus sniffing man. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us for Did You Bring Earplugs? Uh, for everyone here, I've been Julian. I've been Sasha. I've been Mike. I currently am Jillian. Wow. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Adios.